0: Hi, everyone. Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Welcome to Homeschool Vibe Podcast. I'm excited that you're here. My name is Beth and I'm a homeschool mom. I have a son that has graduated high school already, and he has been taking college classes, and he just got his license as a real estate appraiser. My daughter is 17 and she is going to be starting her senior year in the fall. And having a lot of people ask me questions over the past year about homeschooling. Um, so many different people are feeling that call to homeschool their family, but they're feeling a little inadequate or overwhelmed. Some of them don't think they have the time to homeschool. Some of them really don't want to homeschool, but they feel like they should homeschool. Since I did not want to homeschool my kids but I felt kind of forced into it. I thought I might have some insights that I could share with others to help them love the journey. It took me a while to find my homeschool vibe, and I want to help others get there a lot faster than I did. Homeschooling is amazing. I didn't think so at first. I actually hated it. But through time and experience and growth, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my life. And my kids would say the same. They loved homeschooling and they loved being homeschooled. And they plan on homeschooling their own children someday. Let me help you figure this out. That's what I want to do. I want to help all of those people out there that are really, really feeling that push and need to homeschool. but are struggling with fear. With feeling inadequate, with feeling uneducated, (laughs) with feeling um, like the fear of their kids being weird, unsocialized, and uh, fear of what family might say, whatever. There are so many reasons that people are afraid to homeschool even though they feel like they should. So what I want to do is help anyone that is wanting to do this but scared to do it for whatever reason I want to help you find the joy. That's what I really, really want because it is such an amazing thing to be able to be a part of. Homeschooling has given our family so many benefits. It's unbelievable. And um, so I just wanted to share with you um, my journey. And along the way, I'm hoping that I can help you figure things out. I wanted to start with my backstory. My son was born with severe food allergies to many, many, many foods. Um, and he had the kind of allergies that if someone opened a bag of peanuts or cashews near him and the wind blew just right, he could go into anaphylactic shock and die. So we, um, it was like, it was bizarre. And for those people that struggle to really understand, um, severe allergies being airborne, just remember, like think about um, pollen allergies and how people can have asthma and, you know, just be miserable from from airborne allergies. So it's, food allergies can be airborne also. If it's just, if it's like the dusty, <laughs> if it's like a dusty form of that allergen and it blows just the right way, it can get into the airways and it can cause anaphylaxis. So. Um anyway so my my little boy um was born with them and he had many and um and so when it was time for him to get ready to go to kindergarten, we went to the local elementary school was out in the country and um, and we talked to them and remember this is this is a long time ago so at that time the nurses were the only ones allowed to administer epipens I believe that lot of the they've changed that now, and the EpiPens can be in classrooms. But at that time, in that little school district we were in, they had one traveling nurse that would go from school to school to administer the different medications. The problem with severe allergies is that you never know when it's going to happen. So you can't have a nurse scheduled to show up right in time for a reaction. The other problem is, is that is that the school at that time did not have phones in every classroom. And at that time, the cell service was horrible in that area. So every minute counts when a child is in anaphylaxis. And being 20 minutes from a hospital on top of it, when EpiPens only last about nine minutes, and the EpiPens are just designed basically to get you to a hospital to get more life-saving medications aside from the epinephrine. So It wasn't going to work. And the school wasn't willing to try and make it a nut-free school, which I really, it would have been really hard to have a nut-free school and eggs and milk. He has so many allergies that it would have been extremely hard to get it to be, (laughs) we wouldn't want kids hungry at school because one kid's allergic to everything. (laughs) So basically, I just knew the right thing for him. And for our family, um, and for the school was for him to be homeschooled at that time. So even though I did not want to homeschool, I wanted him to have a normal childhood, a normal experience and be able to be able to be at school with kids his own age and experience a teacher and all of those things. It just wasn't the right thing. It wasn't safe. And you know that your child's life is more important than anything, right? So you're not going to risk their life for them to go have an experience you want them to have. So I started researching some homeschooling curriculum and I picked an all-in-one kindergarten box set thing and I ordered it and it arrived and it was a box full of boxes and all sorts of crazy stuff in there and I was like kind of confused because I'm thinking it's kindergarten like why is this so complicated? And why are there so many teachers manuals? I know kindergarten, you know, stuff. <laughs> so I was just so confused. And um, the lesson manuals were confusing. And I thought that was a disappointment, um, especially for that age. And I felt inadequate. And I felt dumb. <laughs> and I felt um, frustrated because it was an hour of teacher prep every night. And then when it would be time for school, I'd get my son and have him sit at his desk and I'd give him the lessons and he would be bored out of his mind. And um, I'd give him the workbooks and again, bored out of his mind. And he would ask me, but why? Why do I have to do this? Why? But I don't, I don't need to do this. Why do I have to do this? I already know this. And, um, and I just kept pushing him. To do the work because you're supposed to do the work because you're in kindergarten. So all the kindergartners have to do the same work. And what, And after a while, after, you know, we both were frustrated. I was really frustrated that he just wouldn't do it because I felt like it could just be done so fast. Just get it done. And he felt like, why do I have to do something that's so awful and boring when I already know this? And it took me a while to, let it go. And to realize that learning doesn't mean producing. Learning and actually being educated is very different than having to produce work. I'm not against producing work. But what I realized is what I was doing wasn't working for my child. My son is a natural learner. He's always been into learning and excited about everything. He's very fun and very interested in this world. And so what I was already doing was working for him. Like he already loved learning. He already knew all of his numbers. He already knew all of his colors. He knew his colors when he was like one and a half. And he knew like all of his shapes before he was two. Like, I mean, the complex ones too. (laughs) Like it was, he was speaking complete sentences at one. And he's, just He was always excited about learning, and he wanted to. And all the games that we'd have for him, well, many of the games, were educational. And the computer games he was allowed to play, most of them were also educational games. Because when they're little, they get to play on a computer, they're excited. So for him, he was excited, and he loved these computer games. And still today, as a 21-year-old, he remembers some of the music from those things that he was learning from. And this little boy could tell me, Mom, do you know what a symbiotic relationship is? And he was five and saying these, like, really cool things because he loved learning. He hated doing the kindergarten curriculum. (laughs) And so once I really finally let go of trying to get him to do this production, like this producing this work and checking all the boxes, And instead, let him learn, learn, learn. Like, it just took me a while to figure this out. And if I can save any mom, dad, grandma, whoever is homeschooling, um, and the kids from that stress and all of that, I, I would love to be able to help you find your homeschool vibe and be able to enjoy it be able to help your kids enjoy it, help them find who they are in learning. And and um I'm wanting to help those who want to homeschool, that think they don't have the time, that think they don't have the brains, that think they don't have the patience, all the things, all the feelings, all the reasons why you don't homeschool but want to, or that you are homeschooling and hate it, (laughs) whatever it is, I want to be able to help you love it and enjoy it like I ended up doing. I would love for you to be able to find me on Instagram or Facebook and tell me what your hangups are. Tell me what your worries are. And let me address them and see if I can help you figure this out. I am here to tell you that you can do this. I'm also here to tell you that you can love this and that your kids can love this and your kids can thrive and be social and happy and very successful. My kids are living proof. They made it through all of the homeschool years and they are successful. My daughter's a senior in high school, my son is a real estate appraiser. They are amazing. They're articulate they're funny. They can eat both of them can walk into a room, meet new people and you know, they're they're it's just great. Like They are just really fun, amazing, smart, creative human beings. And I really believe that homeschooling allowed them to be who they are and helped them to love learning. And that is one of my most favorite things about homeschooling is that through this journey, not only did my kids learn, I've learned so much along the way. And I've had so much more fun learning as an adult than I ever did in the public school system. And I'm not anti-public school. I know that things have to be presented a certain way. I understand that. But I have enjoyed learning so much more as an adult homeschool parent than I ever did in the regular school system. So, again, I'm not anti-public school, but... Homeschooling has provided so much fun and so many amazing learning opportunities for our whole entire family. And we've all grown because of it. We've all grown closer because of it. We've been able to do more things as a family than we ever could have done had our kids been on really tight schedules with the public school system. We've been able to go on vacations with family during odd times of the year and get better discounts on vacations. And (laughs) so there's been, there have been so many benefits to homeschooling. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I would absolutely homeschool again. I would start out better. I wouldn't, um, make us all cry. (laughs) So my goal with my podcast is to help you have fun along this journey and to help you figure out ways and life hacks and Different things you can do to make your homeschool journey more enjoyable for your whole family. So please find me on Instagram, on Facebook, or just go to the website, homeschoolvibe.com.